You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hola, hola, hola. Hope you're having a fabulous day. At the time of recording this intro, I am enjoying the beautiful, sunny, 70 degree weather in Southern California. We have been able to get out as a family and just went to a park and had a picnic. We've been working on the house. Amazing things happening here. We've got some big goals and I hope that you are continuing to follow along the journey with me this year as we accomplish them and adjust and grow and sacrifice and shift and change and do all the things that it's going to take for us to get to our next level of success. But what's kind of exciting that I wanted to share too is that my website is going to be getting a makeover because as you may have been seeing or or hearing, if you've been following me on either the podcast or social and or my emails, I'm facing my fear and going all into what I know that I'm supposed to be doing, what clients have asked me over and over to share and and start to do because they see it and they experience it when they work with me. And I am going from this whole visibility, social media content support strategist person and stepping fully into coaching women to creating a life that they are on fire for, maximizing their potential, and just doing the thing that's going to light them up and make a difference in the world. So the website is going to start reflecting that soon. I'm so excited for that. Can't wait to share more. But what I love about this and the reason I'm sharing it is because on today's episode, I talk with Kristen Franny, who um, is a coach, and we talk about cultivating a mindset for success. And there's so much that goes into it. And over the past 20 years, probably more, I've just learned so much about myself and my mindset and the way that I show up and the perspective and the gifts that I've, I have, my natural gifts and talents and how I'm using them in the world or not. <laughs> And what that means and how it affects everybody around me and the world and just all of the things. We're going to talk about that today on this episode. And it's such a great conversation. And I feel like, you know, you hear about this mindset work and there's mindset coaches and there's mindset books and it's out there. And it's such a big deal that we get a grasp of it. But sometimes it's going to require you seeing yourself in someone else's story to say, okay, that clicked. Now I know to take a step forward here. Now I know to shift something here or or whatever it's going to take for you for you to see the next best version of yourself and then be able to go for it. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. So let's go meet Kristen. She helps purpose-driven coaches and entrepreneurs grow their business with an unshakable mindset and operating system that works for them with customized and intuitive support. She's a coach, strategist, mentor, and rule breaker. Kristen's awesome. Her story's awesome. And I can't wait to introduce her to you, or I guess I just introduced her, but let's go meet her. 
Hey, Kristen, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm great, Lisa. Thank you. Very exciting to be here, finally. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've had a little bit of a, a bump in the road getting here. And even today, we had some, we have like noisy houses and internet interruptions and slow computers that are not allowing us to get it going. But hey, that's okay. I feel like it's a reminder to slow down and just be in the moment. And we're here and we're going to have a great conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we're talking like mindset and success, which are two of my favorite things and they go hand in hand. Um, they're also, you know, a lot of people talk about them in different ways. So I love getting perspective from different people, which is why I'm excited to talk to you today about it, because there's just so many different angles that you could go about it. And it's going to sit well with somebody that needed to hear it in a certain way. So we're going to have, I, I know, like an amazing conversation. But what, what got you into this whole like mindset talk and creating success? Into the whole world of it. Well, um, we go all the way back to when it all first started. I had been working in corporate. I was a leader in corporate retail. And I was responsible for coaching teams um, and high-performing teams through to their success and running businesses that did, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And I was pretty burnt out. My job ended and I was like, oh my God, what do I do now? And I had absolutely no idea what to do with myself. Um, I just knew that I couldn't really in good faith put myself back into such a toxic situation that was going to be mm. horrible. Um, and so I went on a retreat. I had decided, I was 45 years old, and I had decided before the retreat that I was going to backpack around Southeast Asia for six months. I was already living in Malaysia, so it wasn't that far out of the norm. But, you know, that was my big life plan. And I went on a retreat thinking that I would come away from that with some perspectives on how I could decide at the end of those six months what my next big step was going to be. And instead, it was a combination of really two questions and one really big question, which is, what are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. And I thought, what am I afraid of? Like, it can't be any worse than it is right now. I'm jobless. I'm kind of homeless. You know, I had to give notice on my apartment. I didn't know where I was going to be. I was like, so what, what else, you know, what, and why not? now and so that spurred instead of me having to think about it for another six months I thought well I can make a go of what I already know um, and so it shifted a little bit when I had that aha moment I was going to be sort of a consultant working in leadership and coaching but maybe helping other people either transition or um, you know people who were um, you know in corporate or in careers and they weren't fulfilled in their career you know isn't that the thing we tend to coach the people that we are you know and i've had this one moment of clarity and i'm like oh i can help all those people um but while i was on this retreat a lot of the other women that were on it were in similar situations to me and they were all coming to me outside of the retreat times and so i was coaching them through in these moments and so after the retreat, I, I went away and was like, well, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And if this isn't me being given that opportunity on a golden platter, I don't know what is. And yeah. so I did all the research and I looked into it and, you know, how to become a coach and how I could translate my 
corporate coaching into holistic and wellness coaching. And then I'll be honest, despite having 25 years of training other people on becoming high-level coaches, I felt like I was a total imposter and newbie in the space because everybody else looked like they had their shit together. <laughs> and I did not feel that way. And so it took me at least a year on that journey where I was learning and immersing myself into sort of the online coaching world. Um, I ended up, instead of traveling around Southeast Asia, I did the whole eat, pray, love thing and just went to Bali instead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I was still in my corporate mindset. I was, you know, analyzing all of the different options. And should I go to Chiang Mai in Thailand, where there's a lot of digital nomads, or should I go to Bali? And well, I'd like the beach, so I'm going to go to Bali. But, you know, I did a lot of research, you know, and a lot of travel for the sake of research. But it took me a, you know, it took me a good year of that kind of still traveling around, even though I knew what I wanted to do to really come up with the tools and the techniques to stop feeling like I was an imposter in the space and to feel that I could actually confidently coach people through what I wanted to coach them on. Um, You know, it, it, it took a hot minute for sure. And so, you know, yesterday it was funny. Somebody called me a mindset ninja. And I'm like, that might be a bridge too far. <laughs> I don't like the imagery that comes along with that. Maybe the white belt. White belt? Yellow belt? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like, well, and also there's sort of like some, you know, secret moves going on with being a ninja. And I'm like, no, I'm kind of, you know, I'm nice about it, but I'm pretty in your face. and telling you, you know, what it is needs to happen. Um, and so... That's how I started. I started out as a life coach in the space and I coached a handful of clients and then, you know, I didn't have a very clear offering and didn't really know what I was doing. And But having the experience and being able to settle in and work with, you know, a handful of different types of people, the people that were then coming to me were entrepreneurs and people who wanted to start their businesses and it just sort of naturally evolved from that. There wasn't necessarily a turning point where I said, I'm going to stop being a life coach and start being a coach for entrepreneurs. I just all of a sudden had a booked out schedule with entrepreneurs who wanted to work with me. Um, And so it's a lot about the mindset, you know, and I've been there. I've been from starting out with zero clients and trying to figure it out and knowing, kind of having a sense of knowing that I had the skills, but not really having the confidence that I had the skills and what to do with it and navigating through that and working through with other people that has helped me to be able to kind of codify and put a specific process in place to help them get to where they want to be. Amazing. What a beautiful story too. That's like my favorite part of this podcast is hearing that. And yes, we're going to get into the, the juicy mindset success stuff, but like hearing those stories I feel like are where the inspiration is at because we can see our own story in other people so many times. And that's exactly even how you got this going, right? Like you are a mirror reflecting back to where you used to be in people that are still in it who want something different, want something more. And I love love, love that question. What are you afraid of? Because on the other side of that fear, that comfort zone, that unsureness that you have is the magic, is the purpose, is the success. And 
we can oftentimes stay stuck in the fear and or even just avoidance, right? Avoiding that question of and answering like, what am I afraid of? You know, you get to this comfortable little life and you know like you, your place and what you're supposed to be doing, but is it lighting you up? And if it's not, like, what are you afraid of? You have every right to have a life you love. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you just for your work. I think that it's beautiful and needed. And yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because one of the big themes that's been coming up in a lot of conversations I'm having with a lot of different people is birthright. You know, like we have a right to live our fullest potential. We are here because we are magical beings. Like we can talk about the science behind how we got here, but every single one of us is so very unique and so very different. It is our birthright to make the most of that. Any minute that we're not, we're just being frustrated and we're not living up to, you know, all of our full beautiful potential. I feel Um, like not only is it our birthright, but it's our responsibility. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, what are we doing with these gifts in order to to bring the world to a, a better place? And that can yeah. sometimes sound kind of Pollyanna, but, you know, that's a big part of why I do what I do also. You know, I worked totally. in corporate and, you know, I got into retail because I really liked the, the people connection and the coaching. And I felt like I was getting a whole lot of development. And um, the company that I first started working out for had a very big people-driven mission but ultimately as I got into bigger roles it moved further away from that right and it was just about the bottom line and the dollar and what we were doing and a lot of times the values that were plastered all over the back offices and stock rooms weren't actually lived every day Um, and you know we so often we just are going through life you know and And if I can help people to not do that, you know, and to not go through life, and if I can take that, you know, 25 years experience of, you know, my business acumen and my leadership skills and my coaching skills, and I can help other people who haven't been exposed to that so that they can have businesses that do good and live up to their purpose, then I feel like that's what, that's what my mission is here. Like, given that experience for a reason and it's to help other people who maybe didn't have exposure to that experience so that they can have a business that lives up to their values and they get to have yeah their their highest purpose fulfilled Mm -hmm. we're so aligned in all of this I love it I think that um what you said about the like the values that you had in the back office that weren't being lived out I can totally relate to that too because I've been in this entrepreneurial world since like 2000, well, 2003, but I didn't really know it was like an entrepreneurial type world until 2008. And I just fell into it and have grown up in it and I've loved it. But when I got exposed to like this, the coaching world and this, the online part of it with, you know, limitless opportunity and abundant lifestyle and, you know, like the freedom and the income, like all of the things. It's like, okay, that's what I want to do. And I want freedom because I want to be with my kids and I want to spend more time with them and have presence. And, you know, like, this is why I'm, I'm going to start my business. And it took me a long time to start being present with my kids because I was talking the talk, but until I started living it, 
nothing was happening either. Like the momentum in business was flatlined until <laughs> I started living and being with my kids and traveling and doing all the why stuff that I said was important to me. Because I think when I started doing the things and being that person, and this is like a big thing that I talk about is like the being someone versus wanting to do and have all these things. I started showing up differently in business and for clients and everything started to change and evolve and grow and feel really good. So living out those values is so crucial to the success part of it. Yeah, I think that's huge, you know, hitting on that because so many people and I've, I've, you know, been through this myself and I see so many people who are like, well, I'll feel successful when I will it will happen for me when. Um, and it's exactly like you said, it's the opposite. It's starting to do those things now that are important to you. Um, you know, I, I like to say you can't get there from here. So you can't get to that level of freedom when you're feeling like you're totally stuck and you're trapped. You have to start taking those aligned actions. Um, you know, for one of my clients recently, she imagined, you know, one of the things for her, she wants to have loads of time so that she can cultivate a garden. She wants to have loads of flowers and, you know, plants and stuff in her garden. And it's flowering all the time so that she has fresh flowers in her home and she can go out and she can pick a bouquet and bring it in anytime. I'm like, okay, we're in December. So girl, that's not going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to plan a little bit, but, you know, instead of saying, you know, well, I'll be successful when it's what can you do now to start bringing that in so that you have the joy so that every time you walk into your office, you have fresh flowers. What is that thing? And she thought I was crazy, but I was like, you know, this might be your homework. We go out and get some fresh flowers. You know, I want you to go get a bouquet of flowers. And she's like, oh, I can't spend that kind of money. I'm like, you can get flowers if you really want for like five bucks, you know, but go find some flowers that you feel really good about bringing in. And live it now, right? Like, and then you have the flowers. And what you'll find is you start then taking the action to bring more of that happy dopamine hit. You know, there's actually science behind this too. It's as woo as we look at it, you know? And so I love that you say, you know, that's, that's such a huge part of the mindset is starting to do the things now. Living how you want to be and showing up as who you want to be. And then all of the other success just starts to happen. It's almost like the floodgates open. Yeah. 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 We cannot be all talk. Exactly. In action and proving it almost like this is what you want. Because I could sit all around and say, oh, I want a million dollars. That would be so nice to just like come into my bank account today. (laughs) But if there's no action, like if I'm not starting a business, making offers, buying a lottery ticket, selling something like something has to happen in order for that million dollars to come. And it's a, it's a relationship, like a partnership almost with, with life and creating the success. So how do we like, I think like we've already kind of tied in the mindset. You have to get over some things, got to face what you're afraid of and also start to step into like that being that you already want to be like living that way. So I like what you said about how can you do it now? So it might not look the way you ideally would want it, but how do we start aligning that vision with our current reality so that we can grow into it? 
That's exactly it. Yeah. And so what I take all of my clients through and I think is super, super important is one to get really clear on what is your vision. So what what is that version of success for you? you know, your version of success is being really present, having time for the kids. And so you had to then find the time in order to be able to do that or create the time, not find the time because it exists. You know, you had to create the time um, and prioritize that. So getting really clear on vision and values and then looking and being really honest with yourself and saying, where am I allowing this? And where am I not allowing this? What do I need to stop doing so that I can start doing more of what I, I do want to do or so that I can start having more of what I want to have? And when I say have, it's not necessarily the tangible things, like, you know, so that I can have a new car, but it's, you know, how can I have more presence? How can I have more peace? How can I have more spare time? How can I have more fun? What is something I success as you defined it? Yes, your version of success, because it's, it's different for every single person, right? right? And it's being consistent in taking those actions as hard as they are. <laughs> um, and then I think there's, not I think, but you know, I know that there's a really big element of understanding what the subconscious beliefs are when we say, I can't have that, or I don't deserve that, or I have to stay so busy because, you know, I'm feeling like, um, you know, I think that's where we then start to feel that things aren't aligned is when we want one thing, but our actions aren't living up to that. And there's usually some story that we're telling about why we aren't able to do it. And that goes usually a little bit deeper than the fear. You know, it's probably for a lot of people, it's I can't stop working because I'm not going to make money because, you know, and I have to keep going and I have to do 60 hour weeks. And then I'm not present for the kids. Um, but I can't do that because I can't stop doing this other thing. And it's what is, and everybody has a different story, but what is the old story that you're telling yourself that is making you do that thing? Mm-hmm. Is it you know, from when you were growing up and, you know, money was always a problem and it's, you know, you're replaying your parents' money stories in your head, or is it that, um, you know, you're afraid of doing something with the kids, you know, and being present, or you're afraid of um, stepping away from the business because of whatever, and how can we then balance that? So the next step of making sure that it becomes normal and natural, and it's not feeling like there's friction is to go really big and really deep on what are the subconscious beliefs that are keeping us in the old patterns that are keeping us from showing up as the person that we want to be. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Gosh, even that work in itself is so scary. Like I could, I could see myself a few years ago feeling afraid to, to like go there. Right. Like I knew I was supposed to, I knew that's where the answers were. I knew that was where a big change was going to happen. And I avoided it like that but what happened is I went because I was avoiding it I was making other stuff up and not that it was bad stuff necessarily but like my business focus and direction was not really where my genius lies you know so I was like doing the things that I knew how to do I could do I was helping people things were you know happening for them but until I really started stepping into like me and though doing that work um man like I was afraid of it 100 percent 
Yeah. Well, and I, it's totally normal to be afraid of it, right? Because mm-hmm. as soon as we shine light on it or as soon as we expose it for what it is, there's an element of it that dies. You know, it goes away. And mm-hmm. those stories, the only way they stay alive and they stay being so powerful mm-hmm. is if we allow ourselves to keep telling them. <laughs> you know? So it, it can feel like it's a fight sometimes, you know, and right. it can be really hard because our brains are not wired for change, you know, as much as we often want to have the thing on the other side, it requires some element of change in our brains that are like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, we we don't really want to go there, even though the logic part of us is saying, but it's going to be so much better. Everything else about our nervous system and our brains and the ways that we're wired are saying, yeah, but we know what we're getting over here. So let's just hang out in this space a little while longer. Um, so it takes, it's hard. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we have to be real honest about that, especially yeah. in this case where there's a whole lot of people that say, well, just think it and it'll happen. Or, mm. you know, follow this checklist and you'll have riches overnight. And that's a hard a heartbreaking part of the industry and I I try like not to go there so much just because well not that I don't I try not to go there I just try to like I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say here but I don't want that to be the focus you know like I I appreciate this work what I really want to say here is this I think we stay afraid to answer the question of what we're afraid of, to know what we're supposed to do and avoid it, but also then like we also try to still do it ourselves. And that's, I think, where those things come in. Like we're following people lurking around Facebook groups. We're seeing like, well, she's just manifesting this life that's amazing and has no worries and trouble. But like we're not getting behind the scenes. We're not getting into conversations with people. We're not having community. We're not having mentorship. And that's where that change is going to help, like help you go. I, I lead a community group at my church. It's, it's basically like a Bible study. We just call it community group. And we were talking last night about how, how seen we felt. Like I blurted something out after we watched a video and everyone was like, oh my gosh, me too. And it was just that feeling of like, we're not alone in this, this weird thought that was going through my head. They all felt the same or somebody else shared a story about like what they were going through when they had kids, like newborns. And somebody else was like, oh yeah, like I totally felt the same way. But when we're trying to solve this thing by ourselves with no help, no outside perspective and guidance and leadership and love. It's nigh on impossible. Yeah, we're going to stay stuck and frustrated and underwhelmed with life and going to the same old, same old day that doesn't light us up. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we we talk about this a lot or we hear hear this a lot, but it's kind of similar to working with a personal trainer. You know, we all know what we need to do in order to lose a little bit of weight or in order to get stronger. Everybody knows it, but there's a reason that we're not pushing ourselves to that. And having somebody else there that is holding us accountable, that is saying, hey, you did this great, but you can do this better. Or 
push out a few more reps, you know, whatever it is, right. having that other person there that sees the struggle and recognizes your struggle and maybe gives you some insider tips on how to avoid it feeling so hard, although it always feels hard, um, yeah. you know, it, it's huge. But I think, you know, when you said, you know, being seen and knowing that we're not alone, there is a really big thing with women now, especially to feel like we have to do it by ourselves, like that sense of community, it takes us a while to feel comfortable enough, and confident enough to show up sometimes in community and feel like we're asking for help when there is support around, you know, and for me, I want to help other women so that they don't struggle like I did for such a yeah. long time <laughs> because yeah. there's no need to struggle as long as I did um you know it can happen so much more quickly but it can only happen when you're really ready for it to happen yeah. but being ready for it to happen means going to those big ugly deep dark scary places but once you do it's like magic on the other side I and know I know I have it on the other side what were we waiting for <laughs> <laughs> right Right? Uh, yeah. And, so and it's often it's better than what we ever anticipated. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that old vision that you had of success, you know, five years ago, I mean, mine is shattered, you know? Oh, yeah. My, my little old piddly little vision that I have exactly. in my guest house in Bali is just, yeah. Yeah. We have so much more than we can even imagine at our fingertips if we would just take the step forward. Yep. That's it exactly. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. tell us a little bit. I know we're going to put a bunch of info in the show notes of how to reach you, how to connect with you. And I encourage you listening to go ahead and follow Kristen and let her know that you heard her on the show. Um, tell us what you loved about it. But what you have a gift for us that we can go download. Tell us about it. I do have a gift. So the gift that I have is especially for coaches or people who are considering being coaches, because one of the biggest challenges that people face is they feel that they've been through this challenge or, you know, they've been in this spot and they want to help their previous version of themselves. But now that they're showing up, they're terrified and they don't really know that they can do it. And, you know, I was saying to strip the bandaid off, you can do it. You know, you are perfectly capable. Um, and so I've created a process that helps people be guided through a coaching session so that they can have a very effective coaching session that isn't a checklist, that it allows their creativity and their expansiveness to come through without feeling like you're just jumping off a cliff and holding somebody else's trust without really knowing what to do with it. So it's mm -hmm. enough to be able to guide somebody through to transformation. It works regardless of what you're coaching someone on. And it's a process that I've I know works and I trained people on for over 25 years in corporate and I shifted it to more of the languaging of, you know, outside of, of the corporate world. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just open and free to be able to allow people to, like I said, you know, help through to a transformation with some version of a roadmap <laughs> um, or maybe a parachute is a good way to think of it. So you're not just jumping off without, you know, any sort of a, a guide. Nice. Sounds very, very helpful. So you can definitely grab that. And again, reach out, connect, go meet Kristen. And I appreciate you being here today. I think this was such a fabulous conversation. Um, we just got to keep talking about it and keep nudging people to face the fear, take the step, 
exactly do the thing yeah yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah well awesome. I appreciate well, you here of course it's been a pleasure speaking to you as well I'm glad we finally got all the tech stuff sorted out it's been yeah. a great conversation really exciting yeah and thank you it all worked out yeah <laughs> all right well we'll see you all next time and have an awesome day